Welcome to the Saguaro Books Radio Hour. This program is a showcase of middle grade, young adult, and new adult fiction. Your host is Mary Nickham, the founder of Saguaro Books, LLC. Saguaro Books is a unique publisher, and this program will show you why, as we bring you the authors and the books of new authors and more. Now, here's Mary Nickham. Good morning. Welcome to another radio show for Saguaro Books. And our guest today is Eric Schein, who is a Saguaro Books Governing Board member. Eric is a visionary, novelist, entrepreneur, and animal welfare advocate. He started his writing and career with Sterling Publications and is the author and co-author of over 30 nonfiction and fiction books. He is the owner of the creative asset company ArcWatch Holdings and the founder of the ArcWatch Foundation. Eric, please tell us about writing nature fantasy and your book, Thunder and an Elephant's Journey. Hi, Mary. How are you? Um, we started Thunder in 2016, and um, what we wanted to do is we wanted to create the um, like a like a Lion King, basically, with elephants. So we what we had we what we did was we. Um, we, went, we traveled to different places, like different zoos, to look at animals and things like that. And um, we came up with Thunder, the Elephant's Journey. And um, so far on Amazon, we've been in the top 20 since 2017. We've won an International Book Award. And uh, we're planning on making a, uh, an animated motion picture uh, from the book, from the first book, hoping that uh, it'll, it'll take off and then do a, a book series. Like an animation series too, maybe for television in the future. So that's what we're doing with Thunder. Okay, uh, what what is involved in doing an animation? Um, it it all it all it all depends. Uh, usually, the animation studios today, if you're an outsider not working inside the studio, you need to put together a pitch deck, and the pitch deck consists of the character bible, which is each character in the book has to be animated in 2D or 3D, usually 2D. And um, a script has to be formed, basically. And then that takes, that takes a while. You can't just write a screenplay. You have to, you have to what they call massage a screenplay. It, it continues. It's, it's an ongoing process, basically. And then you take the screenplay once you're finished with that, and you, you create beat boards. And those are the actual... A uh, illustrations um, for um, each uh, each scene in the in the script. You put all of that together, and then you have to you do environments, and you do you know your 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 analysis on how it's going to do in the public eye and things like that. It takes about a year, a year and a half. It's very expensive, but we have a wonderful pitch deck, and um, now what we're doing is we're going to funding with it. So that's what we're doing. We're interested in VOD right now, video on demand. Everybody is um, doing that right now, more than theatrical. Uh, there's a lot of different studios that have their own video on demand um, uh, programs. Disney has their own. Uh, Netflix, of course, is a video on demand. Um, you know, DirecTV, things like that. We had a film come out January 15th, 2019, Legend of Secret Pass, which has many A-list actors in it. And um, Lionsgate Entertainment is our, is our uh, distributor for that. 
And so far, they've put it on DirecTV, Redbox. It's doing very well all over the place, including internationally, too. We're very excited about that. Mm -hmm. So Thunder would be our next one. Okay. Uh, when you write, do you write with the idea that it's going to be a, a movie? or a No. No, you, you, you write. You Basically, my background is in zoology. So basically what happens is, is that I go, let's say I go to a zoo, or, or a wildlife sanctuary and I watch elephants, if there's something that triggers in me that I can actually come up with a story of their day, basically, and what happens. You know, the, the female and the male get together, that baby's around. I mean, it, it's, like, it's like elephants in suburbia, mm -hmm. basically. And I've been doing it my whole life. It's, it's kind of a gift, basically. Uh -huh. That's how it works. You know, I, we've talked to several authors in this uh, on this show that all are saying more or less that whatever they've written is kind of a gift, and that seems to be what's uh, what is a predominant uh, result for a book coming out is that it's uh, some kind of a of an internal thing that just happens, and it comes out. So. It's not something that you can force. You have to, uh, it has to be there in some way. It is often and almost always a takeoff on, on a hobby or an interest or something that where you, like you did, go to the, the, the uh, sanctuaries and the zoos and things like that and, and go from there. That's how, that's how um, one of my favorite authors is uh, E.B. White, who did Charlotte's Web. Mm -hmm. And I always, I, of course, I'm, I'm too young to have met him, but I have his original book and, you know, the, the original mm -hmm. 52 printing of it. And basically, those type of authors is what, who I look up to. I, it's it's amazing how you can take a spider <clears throat> and you can fall in love with the spider and that spider that spider has to um, sacrifice something to save another animal and and I think that's just that's outstanding mm -hmm. I, it's 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 more than it's more than a hobby it's in today in today's animation the, what the studios are doing is they're doing comedies and mm -hmm. they're boring I think they're boring the best movie that Disney ever did was The Lion King Mm -hmm. It's that was outstanding, but they haven't done anything like that recently. Right. I mean, Dumbo, Dumbo's based in a circus, and, a, and the elephant flies. Elephants don't fly, right? So there's no magic to that. The mm -hmm. magic is is that uh, the magic to this to this genre that that I like uh, that I specialize in is that uh, the animals are like humans. They actually have feelings, of course, they, they have feelings and they have thoughts and they're afraid of poachers, which uh, I call them uprights in my mm -hmm. books. They're, they're petrified of them and, and, you know, and they try to get through their day. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so every book that we've ever done um, has that, that typical formula, basically. Mm -hmm. Like we did a book called Rocket Hound. It's about greyhounds, greyhound racing. And uh, mm -hmm. and it um, it's about an old dog that that was being is going to be put down and retired after he's done racing. That's awful. Sure. And and so the owner of the track says you have to win one more race and you can save the puppies and you better get a box of tissues for that one. That was mm -hmm. that's a good book. Won yeah. an international book award too. I believe it's a good it. Book. Yeah. 
Well, that's the thing. And what you have to do, there's a fine line between uh, these kinds of, of books and fantasy. I mean, what, what is the difference, do you think? Is this really fantasy? Or no, not? I think it's realistic uh, fiction. Realistic it's because, fiction. yeah, yep. it, it, fantasy is when you—it's what J.K. Rawlings does. It's yeah. when you have, you know, you have the wizardry and all that other yes. stuff. That's that's all nice and everything, but if you actually go to Africa and you actually see elephants in the wild, they're like us living in suburbia. They're scared mm-hmm. to death. Mm-hmm. They got to get through their day. They don't know what they're going to eat. They got to take care of their herd, their family, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And and if you can capture that in 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 a story mm-hmm. that's simplistic, that's simple, mm-hmm. that that human beings can understand, mm-hmm. you have a hit. You have a hit. Yeah, it's a hit. Mm-hmm. And 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 people are going to go see that. You the the best genre to do, in our genre for movies is animation because animation is. Is, is is magic to me it, it's it's you could do it, it, the things that Pixar has done is they're outstanding they're mm-hmm. just outstanding telling a story about a little bird Piper and you know and he's got to find his mom and it, I, I that's I bleed that in my veins basically mm-hmm. that's what I do so it's interesting uh, now I have uh, we have several other books that I'm thinking maybe uh, uh, lending themselves to being animated, what are the uh, qualities that a book should have to be considered for animation? It, um, like Charlotte's Web, it's it's the stuff that we do. You can count how many authors do what we do on one hand, mm-hmm. because they're again, it's they're not as popular as the fantasy, mm-hmm. you know, the vampires, and they're just they're not as popular. The kids. The kids today have to be intrigued with mm-hmm. what, what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, what they're reading. Because yeah. kids today don't read. That's right. You know, they're going to read off their phone, basically. Right. So you right. have to have a, you have to have a, char- you have to have a character that becomes mm-hmm. an icon or a mascot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then, then that character is usually turned into a show reel. And that, right. like we did something with Thunder about uh, that he couldn't find his blankie. Mm-hmm. So he rolled around and he rolled around on and looking for his. That's the whole video, yeah. Yeah. you know. And he's like, "Oh, my mom's calling. I gotta go," you know. Yeah. And the parents loved it. They just they sure. love it. So that's, well, that's that's how that's how you figure out that's how you figure out if we're gonna you know how they how it goes to animation. That's right. That's half of it is to get the parents interested yeah. because these these books are not bought by kids. No. They're they are bought by, their bought parents. by parents. Yeah. They go, Mom, I found this book I want, and it goes down on from there. But uh, some of the books I was hoping were not uh, for uh, uh, animation were not really animal books, but they were. This one book is particular that really has my uh, thinking. Is a book about it, it's a, a a kind of it's a gnome book. The book of no, uh, it's a gnome, and it has, and he's going on a uh, a, a quest for this jewel, mm-hmm. and he goes through mountains, and he has this. Uh, they have this civilization almost, right? Of other gnomes and and it's kind of uh, like a Tolkien things thing, like that. I think mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good animated too, like a troll type deal. 
That's what I was. But thinking. the I the, I special I, I like to my company specializes in in the Lion King type animation. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts. You could tell story in oh, any yeah. kind of format, but sure. But that's 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 what I that's what gets me going in mm-hmm. the morning. So. All right. Um, let's see what else. Uh, what um, can we talk about the uh, the the development of Thunder in uh, text form in book form did you we have four we have four books in the series right now Tusker being the last one mm. uh, Thunder basically at the beginning he's born and yeah. he's um, uh, the basically in the story he's born and all the animals are circled around watching the birth that's what happens in the wild and the elephants accept him into the herd mm-hmm. and why do we call him Thunder he was born at, born in the, at night during a thunderstorm and uh-huh. that's why he was, his name's Thunder. His mother's like, let's call him Thunder. Uh-huh. And so he goes, the first book he goes through, you know, life as an infant elephant, mm-hmm. doing what infant elephants do. They chase butterflies and mm-hmm. birds, and they have a good old time. Second book, you need a box of tissues for. He loses his mother. So he's got to go through a whole life lesson about mm-hmm. that. And then the third book... He um, he gets he gets zapped by poachers. I don't like to use the word zapped, but he doesn't get shot. But he mm-hmm. he gets captured by poachers, yeah, and he goes through. He goes into an elephant sanctuary mm-hmm. where he has to learn trust with all the other elephants, and he graduates just like you do in school mm-hmm. through the elephant sanctuary. And he's he's put back in the wild, and he meets um in the third book he meets his his soulmate his mate. Mm-hmm. And they're 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 brought back into the original herd. It's 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 awesome. Uh, and then Tusker, Tusker is a uh, Tusker is about a wise old elephant who's a Tusker. He's the one with the big big um, big tusks, yeah. Uh-huh. And the poachers love those. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so the herd mm-hmm. has to protect this old wise Tusker. Mm-hmm. And um, they uh, they do. And then the Tusker. Tusker um, repays them for that for that kindness, basically. Mm-hmm. Did you come up with this all on your own? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Without taking ibuprofen, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So that is really uh, uh, an accomplishment. Like I, I woke up one morning and I did. You ever hear the story about the flower and the elephant? Did you ever hear this story? There was a. Um, it's actually not even a flower. It's called I called the, the the poem the crying flowers, but it's about a tree. The there was a tree in the middle of the savanna that never got watered, and uh, it was crying one day. Okay, this is this is copyrighted by the way, so I don't want anybody with their little laptops going, oh, he's got a hit here. Mm-mm. So um, this elephant walks by this little tree, this flower, and says, "I'll water you every day, no matter what, and you're going to grow up to be." You're going to grow up to bear fruit. So that's what this tree grows 40 feet high, and it, and it, and it, and it bears fruit. And um, it saves the elephants one day when there's famine. And that actually actually happens in Africa, where the elephants actually water the plants oh, yeah, for food could. source for the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My gosh. That's, awesome. That is interesting. That's how my mind works. Yeah. And uh, yeah, elephants are definitely an interesting animal. And we are uh, working toward um, a break and commercial time. And uh, we will talk more about uh, 
uh, Thunder and the uh, Associated Books that go with this uh, in the uh, next segment. And uh, we'll let you know more about uh, the purchase of these books and uh, and what they're uh, all about. So we'll uh, end for now, and we'll be back in a few minutes. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Sawara Books, LLC is a publisher unlike most publishers that you've known. What's unique about us is that we don't work with agents. We work directly with the authors. We're a fiction-only publisher that specializes in first-time authors, middle-grade and young adult fiction, and we have a new section for new adult fiction. Find us on the web at sawarobooks.com. All of our books are also available on major ebook sites and a variety of formats. Find something new to put on your reading list today. Visit saguarobooks.com. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to the Saguaro Books Radio Hour. To speak with Mary Nickham or her guest, Please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you may send an email to mjnickham at saguarobooks.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. We're back to talk about more about Thunder, the Elephant's Journey. And uh, Eric wants to tell us a little more about the other stories and where they're heading, and this is the life of Thunder. I don't know if there's more coming or not, but we'll find out. How about that, Eric? Is there more coming? Well, let's. Um, right now, we're in the development of the first animated film. So basically, what we're going to do is we're going to work on that this year, and um, see how that all goes. And then from there, we might add a couple of books to the series. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we're going to be releasing uh, Monster Junkies um, April 15th. That's oh, a, a new book. It's about a goth, about a pair of goth twins, and they have uh, some unique pets, <laughs> mm-hmm. some really cool unique pets, like a sea serpent and things mm-hmm. like that. And um, we're going to be doing uh, another one called Aurora. It's about a spirit bear. Yeah. Uh, it's a British Columbia book. It's based... Um, uh, at the, the Great Bear Rainforest. It's about a little bear that uh, can't find his way. Okay. And um, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful story. Is, uh, are these now, uh, this 
these going to be movies? Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Uh, they, they're going to be books first. They're books first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This part of the, the, the children's series or the young adult series. Mm -hmm. And the monster dunk junkie thing you've done some time before is this a remake of yeah, it? Yeah, no, this is new. This is this all is new. new. We did we did we did three comic books um, and they did okay. Yeah. And now we're we, now we're just basically we we found out what the audience likes about that particular brand and they like the twins. Uh -huh. So the stories are about the twins now, the okay. two goth the goth kids, uh -huh. Indigo and Cromwell. Uh, and they they do they 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 go through the day. They got to go to high school. They get made fun of. You know they got a Sasquatch for a pet. Nobody has mm -hmm. those except for me. So yeah, right. So that's that's great. Um, okay, back to thunder for a minute or two or three. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about. I want to talk about those other books other than the first one that you've got. Uh, what? Where do the this goes? Is this gonna first of all? Is this gonna continue Thunder's life, or is it just the four books for Thunder's life? Is the four books for Thunder's life. He ends life. up dying. No, no, no. No, no. No, no. We don't. We we not, We don't have him die. No, 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 no. So he's gonna be an old age though. Right. He's, he's gonna, gonna get tusks. He's gonna get tusks and everything. <laughs> he's gonna become the great tusker in the sky. Uh huh. The, mm -hmm. re the replacement for the poor old guy. That's right. Okay. Um, and so now what about this, the second and third books and the fourth books? Can we go into a little more detail on that? Yeah, the second book is where he, uh, he loses his mom. Oh. And and that's a that's a big deal. Uh, serendipity uh, is his name. Her uh, name. Serenity. Serenity. I'm sorry. Uh, serendipity. <laughs> serendipity was good. That too, was a I good think. name. Yeah, but serenity is serenity. Her name. Sorry. Yeah. And um, and he has to he has to uh, he has to find his way. Uh -huh. You know, kids lose loved ones all the time, and they have to find their way. It's part of it's part of the circle of life, as right. we say. And basically, he, he that that book is the tearjerker of them all. I mean, Publishers oh. Weekly basically said, "Get a box of tissues for that uh. one." So when we do that movie, that movie is going to be, you know, uh. that's going to be a sad one. The third book is called Hope Haven, and that's the that's the sanctuary they go to when they they uh, get caught by the poachers. They get released from the poachers. They have to go to a sanctuary. Now, there's a lot of sanctuaries in Africa that are fantastic. And uh, those elephants graduate from those sanctuaries, uh -huh. and they go back to the wild. That's uh -huh. what happens. So uh, that's what that book's about. And then the, the fourth book, Tusker, is, is about when they're out, and they're in their herd, and they're going through their day, and they meet this old Tusker, a wise old Tusker, and he's hurt, and they need to, they need to, uh, they need to help him. Yeah. And then there's a lesson there for them. Mm -hmm. And uh, they help him, you know. They 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 make sure the poachers don't don't hurt him, and mm -hmm. it's a good book. Right, it's a good book. Yeah. What do you think uh, kids are going to get out of this? What do you want the children to get out of the reading of this? That that um, that uh, that nature always finds a way, and to respect nature. The kids today don't get off their phones. That they uh -huh. just they're not going to do it. Yeah. So what you got to do is you got to put that stuff on their phones, basically, mm -hmm. and you got to. The kids today want to go green in a way, but it's also the parents that have to push that. Right. And I think that our I think our books uh, 
tell a lot about nature and about saving the planet because if we don't they're not going to have a planet yeah. so so that's that's where that that's, comes yeah. that's that's where that comes and what do you think parents should be get, should parents be reading this too and what do you think they should get out of it yeah be, because uh, at the, at the at the end of the day it's the parents it, it's something to discuss with their with their children mm -hmm. you know thunder we want thunder to become the global icon mascot for anti-poaching mm -hmm. so every time you see thunder the elephant it's anti-poaching mm -hmm. because the, uh, the poaching has uh, increased in the last four years mm. and it's awful Mm -hmm. And so they need a mascot like Smokey the Bear mm -hmm. back in the 70s. Do you remember Smokey the Bear with the, yep. with the forests? Mm -hmm. and they need something that they can look up to, right. basically. Something meaningful. Yeah, meaningful yeah. that, that, um, that uh, we need to start saving our ecosystems and our environments. Right. And that's where those books come from. And sometimes, and also an animal that they can identify with. They right. have to have something that they understand and remember and and say oh yeah i've i know elephants because most kids who are lucky enough to get to a zoo or god forbid a circus or whatever they've seen elephants yeah i don't do circuses i circuses, don't either circuses they're i don't uh, they're I don't, terrible they're terrible yes and they, there's only certain zoos of, that's a whole other discussion yeah, but there's the only zoo. certain zoos <laughs> that i like Mm -hmm. And there's 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 roadhouse there's roadside attractions that are awful. Oh, they're I mean, very demeaning. I mean, I, I don't I don't animal. I don't like elephant riding at the mm -hmm. Renaissance Fair. It's mm -hmm. like give me a break. Because mm -hmm. if they if they found out how, how do you get on top of the elephant? Well, they beat them. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. Mm. You know, and and that's awful. Yeah. So we have to, what I what I want to do with our books is to, to um, kind of start a movement that. Um, Nature is nature, and leave mm -hmm. it alone. You know, do you right. want to see an elephant in a museum, or do you want to see one in the wild? I'd rather see mm -hmm. one in the wild. Right. So that's that's why we do yeah. those type of books. And it's it's going to be hard for a kid in America to see a wild elephant, of course, but you can imagine, and you can see them on such programs as. Um, Oh, Animal Planet's got Animal is good, Planet, Discovery Channel. There's there's some other things where they actually can see wild animals. Yeah, they but but you see, even with Animal Planet, you know, they have Animal Fight Night. That's terrible. Oh, that's what, what are they doing? They're trying to get ratings. Mm -hmm. The best, the best, uh, the, some of the best conservation was back in the day was Marlon Perkins, and, mm -hmm. and of course, of course, an old friend Steve Irwin. He was absolutely mm -hmm. dynamite. So, you know, God rest his soul. But the but today, it's all, it's all about commercialism, mm -hmm. and that's not what these books are about. These books are about stories about animals, right. just like we have. We have problems with bills. We have problems mm -hmm. with life. So do animals. Yeah. And they're that's afraid. Right. And they're afraid and of they are us. Afraid. They yes. are afraid of us because we, you know, we see dollar figures in those yeah. animals, which is terrible. Mm -hmm. you know, the only person, the only thing that needs a tusk is, is an elephant. Yeah, that's right. And well, you don't need ivory keys on your no, piano. You, don't. you just don't. No. And, and and they're not medicine either. No. So so there there you go with the Asian it's type just, deal. Yes, yeah, so. there's lots of different uses, quote, exactly. uses for these things. Um, we have uh, there's more to this animal thing too, in that. Um, what, 
what does does a child learn something about the animals in the process? They fall in love with the animals. They uh, like we have a we have a rhinoceros in Thunder named Soma. She mm-hmm. has half a horn. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why she has half a horn because we they when she was young and she grew up in the sanctuary as part of the backstory, they had to cut part of her horn off so she doesn't get poached. Mm. I mean that's awful. Mm-hmm. So, but why do we have to do that? Because we have to, that's how we had to save that particular right. animal. And, and it happens. Right. So they when the kid sees the poster, happens. when the kid sees the poster of the thunder, how come someone has half a horn? Well, yeah. it's because, you know, somebody wanted to buy a Rolls Royce with their horn. Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. And that's reality. Right. So, and the kid's like, well, that's awful. Well, of course it's awful. Yeah. That's what we want you to see. That's what we want you to yeah, see. To know, yeah. That's right. And uh, and thunder communicates by stomping on the ground. Yeah, that's there was um, there was an elephant down. Uh, there was a baby elephant that was born at the David Sedgwick um, Wildlife Sanctuary in Kenya, it was Africa, and this this elephant just like stood up, bounced on the ground, you know, and all the butterflies would fly up, and all the birds would fly up, and that's where that all came about. Uh-huh. It's like thump thump thump. That's what he does, you uh-huh. know. And again, ele- elephants communicate that way. They can actually communicate by the ground, by walking. Uh-huh. So the, the research that we did, um, they can hear things in the ground. Uh-huh. I, I just thought that was awesome. Yeah. Do you know that a baby elephant sucks its trunk like a, like a kid when it's, like, lonely? Wow. Yeah, can you believe that? You know, uh-huh. they cry, too. They actually cry. Like uh-huh. they, and they have temper tantrums. Uh-huh. They literally have temper tantrums. It's 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 kind of fun it's to amazing. watch. It's like you have a baby elephant and the mother, and they're walking down the path, and he's like, "No, nah, I'm not going." Yeah. And he's just gonna plop right there, and then yeah, two other elephants come to like, get up, and I, I don't know, I don't think so. I'm not going anymore. And they won't leave him. No, of course not. Well, you know, and he just sits there. He sits there and he pouts, and oh. that's all. I see all that animated. Sure. And you know, and is the audience going to laugh? Yeah. And then they're going to say, "My my son did that too." <laughs> yeah. You know, and then before you know it, 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 it's like everybody's relating. Yes. And that's what yeah. the books are that's about to right. read to begin with. That's exactly it. And parents, that's another thing for parents to see that. Absolutely. <laughs> Here I am, stuck with my kid. Yeah, <laughs> pouting in the middle of the. F- in yeah, the in the middle of the floor. In the middle of the floor. That's right. <laughs> okay. That's and then uh, there was more things that that you've discovered about animals. What else did you discover about animals? My background is um, ever since well, I don't know. I came back from when I was living in Ohio. I always I always liked to used to go out and look at the turtles and the snakes and the. So I started the thing with reptiles. Reptiles aren't very yeah. popular with people. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So I think they're fantastic, but um, um, it's hard to write a book about snakes. Yeah, it, it really is. You really can't. You know, people are afraid of snakes because not, they have no legs, and they're like, "That's creepy," you yeah. know. But I'll pet the lizard. Yeah. And what they don't understand is a lizard might be more dangerous than a snake. Uh-huh. So, but it's it's hard to write a book about about reptiles. Well, it's, they're not huggy. Things. But we did. Yeah. We we have a we have a book called Darwin. It's a Galapagos Island right. book. It's about two tortoises that fall in love and they have to go to separate islands to do it. Uh-huh. And the marine iguanas are like a a group of marines. Uh-huh. Like they guard the island. Uh-huh. It's it's a great great story wow. and I'm hoping that like a company like maybe DreamWorks will pick that up someday because okay. it, it, it'll look fantastic. It sounds good. Yeah. It sounds very good. Um, 
And so that is, that's a, a lot of, of animal work that you've done. And uh, what, what else are you working on? Have you worked on anything else? Well, like different types of books or movies? Sure, or movies, books, whatever. Yeah, we have another. Uh, speaking about snakes, <laughs> you can't write a children's book about snakes, but we did write a book on, uh, about reptiles called Serpentino. Oh, and yeah. it's a crime fiction book. And yeah. it, it, it's awesome. And it's about a uh, it's about a Russian spy that uh, smuggles extremely valuable snake venom through her art right. collection, and that goes back to my back to my fish and wildlife service days uh. because I wasn't always an author. I used to be right. a guy that uh, used to bust poachers all the time. <laughs> so uh, so and that was an actual that was actual case file. Mm. That book was an actual case file. Excellent. So. So yeah. we just don't write children's books. We we right. write yeah. we Adults write adult too. books too. And I'd yeah. love to publish that one. So Serpentine is awesome. We definitely want to get into uh, in that. That's going to make a really I, good movie. I'd like to. Yes, it will. Yeah. And oh, I'd yeah. love to put that. If you that like in Angelina Jolie and you like yeah. all those type of things, yeah, that's going to make a good movie. Put that in PTP. That's right. Tomorrow. That's right. If not today. All right, and we are. Uh, Heading toward another break, but uh, if there's anything more, Eric, you'd like to tell us about the uh, the um, thunder before next segment, we'll read from the from thunder. Or you can read from it. That's yeah, you can read from thunder. Uh, so the, we can we can we can leave with this break. That Legend of Secret passes at Redbox right now for uh, people living living in America and on Directv. Okay. So you can download it. It's a beautiful movie. It's got Michael Chiklis in it, who was uh -huh. the who was in uh, the Fantastic Four. It's got David Cross. A lot of celebrities are in that movie, and okay. uh, we're real proud of it. And wow. Lionsgate's doing a really good job with the distribution of it. Uh -huh. So go check it out. It's a Legend of Secret Pass. Right. Okay. I think we will go to break. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Saguaro Books LLC is a publisher unlike most publishers that you've known. What's unique about us is that we don't work with agents. We work directly with the authors. We're a fiction-only publisher that specializes in first-time authors, middle grade and young adult fiction, and we have a new section for new adult fiction. Find us on the web at saguarobooks.com. All of our books are also available on major ebook sites and a variety of formats. Find something new to put on your reading list today. Visit saguarobooks.com. It's time to take charge of your own career path. But how do you get started? First, tune in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. Each show will feature national business leaders, tips and insight from Marie and her guests, career management tools, and a weekly career smart tip. She'll help you move forward, earn that promotion, get hired into the career you want, and brand yourself. The Career Confidant is broadcast live every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Voice America Business Network. 
the bottom line in business. Listening to the Saguaro Books Radio Hour. To speak with Mary Nickham or her guest, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. Or you may send an email to mjnickham at saguarobooks.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back. Uh, now uh, that we have discussed Thunder to uh, about the limit we can discuss at this point. Uh, I want to read to you uh, beginning chapters of the book and give us give it some thought and uh, let us know if you want to call uh, to um, email us at mjnickham at saguarobooks.com that's saguaro is s-a-g-u-a-r-o uh, books.com and uh, give us a, a, an email as to if you have questions or comments. Okay? Now, we're starting with Thunder, the New Light. It was midnight in the forest. The light was the light of the full moon peeked out through the clouds from the horizon and the smell of the monsoon rain was in the air. Tonight was a special night. Serenity, an African pygmy forest elephant, was going to be a mother for the first time. All the animals in the area had gathered around to witness the birth. The elephant herd formed a protection protection circle around Serenity and the male elephant's ears flapped in excitement. The elders of the herd filled the air with low echo sounds to show their approval. It was time. A new life was always cause for celebration, and the animals were all curious by nature. Monkeys snuck glances from the tree branches above. Frogs hopped closer, their feet suctioned to large elephant ear-shaped leaves that swayed gently in the wind. Even with some a, such a dark night upon them, the animals awaited the newborn calf. Thunder clapped loud above them, followed by a large streak of light that lit up the sky. The clouds were illuminated in a brilliant flash as they rolled and churned faster with the wind. A steady stream of rain began to fall and the group of elephants surrounding Serenity tightened their circle to protect her from the heavy flow of water. Boom! The sky lit up again as another loud crack of thunder rang out. At that very moment, the baby elephant emerged from the safety of its mother's belly and splashed into the water beneath him. Her, his mother nudged him closer to the edge of the pond. That's right, Serenity said gently. Come out, you, she smiled as she helped him stand on solid land. Suddenly, the elephant herd began to rumble their feet against the soggy ground. Serenity puffed her chest out with pride as the herd in unison lift their lifted their tucks, tusks loudly trumpeting their jubilation. A few of the males dipped their trunks into the pond to shower the new arrival and his mother. 
This was a time for celebration. They all had been blessed with a new life. Serenity wrapped her trunk around the calf's waist to steady him on his feet. That's it, she said gently, almost there. As he stood up, the ground beneath his feet started to tremble and a hush fell over the crowd of animals before excited murmurs traveled through them. One of the female elephants addressed Serenity. You should call him Thunder. Thunder? Serenity ran her trunk over her head, his head, and her smile grew. I like it. What do you think, Thunder? The baby elephant looked up at his mother adoringly and gave a small trumpet with his trunk and moved his unsteady feet again. When the ground shook again, the herd of elephants cheered. Serenity moved closer to Thunder, and he snuggled up against her. In a few short years, Thunder grew into a fine young elephant, and Serenity was very proud of her son. In the early morning light, the sun peeked through the clouds. A rainbow brushed its colors against the sky, landing into the recess of the Central African rainforest, where the world was buzzing with life. An African gray parrot named Penelope soared high above the forest canopy as she surveyed the world around her. A green tree frog jumped in onto a bamboo branch and settled in for a bite. His long tongue zapped an insect from the chute and gulped it down noisily. When his hungry belly was satisfied, he bounced away onto his next adventure. The leaves rustled and branches swayed from the squawking birds that were perched in different intervals. Penelope zoomed over them, her wings almost brushing their heads in the process. She disappeared into the trees. The rainforest was once a wondrous place filled with life forms unimaginable to most. The crushing reality was life was no longer what it used to be. The lush rainforest, once a thriving, peaceful kingdom of creatures, great and small, had shrunk in size as civilization encroached its boundaries. Thousands of species lost, and the lungs of our great planet gasped for air. What did you think of that? That was a great sentence, wasn't it? Isn't it? That's that, a good sentence. That's a what does that mean to you? That's a beautiful thing. It means that the, that the world, the earth, is choking Yep, that's what it made very good. Balance between the animals and those that they called uprights were no more. In the beginning, the land had an agreement with the uprights that man and animal would find their way. Now there were only a few places left where the natural world remained pure and where its inhabitants still enjoyed the lives they were meant to have. Today was like any other day. An elephant herd came lumbering out, lumbering out of the thick canopy. Four female adults were followed by four calves and were chatting away to each other about the water hole they had just come from. The grown-ups shook their heads at the playful children and smiled to each other. The green tree frog jumped over Thunder's head and he turned to look at him. Did you see that, Mama? Yes, Thunder, answered Serenity. She had not really seen the frog, 
But Serenity had already answered that exact same question a dozen times on their trek through from the pond. By now, the young elephant really did not need an answer, just an acknowledgement of the curious way his mind worked. The elephants continued to walk as the youngsters bantered back and forth. They did not see the two silverback gorillas sitting on the hill that overlooked the jungle. Harold and Neville both watched the elephants in awe as the young ones played near the watering hole. Even the gorillas respected the tall treasures that the elephants were. These pachyderms that now searched for safety and space to roam in a receding landscape were innocent, smart, and joyful creatures. Nature had given them long lives and close bonds, when left alone, that is. Even a curious little calf like Thunder was one of only a few, if not the last generation of gentle giants who had much to teach the uprights. Oh, you should do the audio book. You're doing good there, kiddo. <laughs> I love to read. Uh, the Pond, w Chapter 2, School is in Session. That's something for kids to identify with. The pond was filled with sounds of joyful laughter as the elephant calves raced into the water. Playful splashes were followed by deliberate water attacks as the small tykes shot spray, cold spray from their trunks. The adults were content to watch the calves play until the calves turned their attention to their elders. Then all kinds of chaos broke loose as the adults joined in the fun. Soon it was hard to find where one spray started and the other began. The sounds of trumpeting filled the air as the elephant herd continued their morning rule frolic in the water. When playtime was no more, Thunder followed Serenity out of the water. His legs, once clumsy and loud, were now easily controlled. The ground still trembled when he walked, but he could control the depth of the rumbles by applying different pressures as he moved. Ah, we've arrived, he contented, his contented words were easy to understand, having been well washed and entertained. Now he was ready to coat himself, as was his custom, after getting fully bathed. He, he threw th small tree limbs over his shoulder with his trunk. A cloud of dust settled over him as he covered himself flapping his ears. Thunder giggled uncontrollably. The first time Thunder had covered himself with mud and dirt after his bath, Serenity had forced him back into the water, but when he had continued to repeat the same process, each time Serenity had learned there were other battles to fight with her offspring. Now it was simply his pattern. Serenity smiled at his antics and continued to munch on the, a branch below her. She casually perused the scene around her. Some elephants were still bathing and drinking from the prond. Others were frolicking in the mud. Their lives were carefree when they were sheltered under a peaceful forest. A large midnight blue butterfly floated by the herd her name was Janetta Blue, and she was attracted to the tiny calf who made the ground tremble, tremble like thunder. 
Flitting closer to him, she passed over his head and floated here and there until Thunder looked up at her. Thunder was mesmerized by the beautiful creature. He turned his trunk up to reach her, but she fluttered away before he could make contact. Janetta Blue disappeared into the trees bordering the watering hole and Thunder stood there, disappointed that the butterfly had only stayed long enough for him to meet her. Nearby, Serenity called out to the youngsters, Okay, little ones, gather round. Coming, Mom, Thunder prodded his large feet onto the ground before him and the dirt shook beneath him. The other calves followed suit until they were all racing to reach Serenity first. This is your next lesson in communication. Everyone in line now. The young elephants bumped into each other, each one clamoring to be first in line. One calf pulled another's tail, another nudged Thunder out of the way with a little too much zeal, but he returned the favor by stomping his feet, which made the calf move away from his spot. The calves could be competitive from time to time. Their clumsy movements continued to make quite a stir until they finally managed to gather themselves together in a passable line, side by side, in front of Serenity. Thoroughly amused, Serenity shook her head and tried to hide her smile at the young ones before continuing. Wait here. The elephant moved away from her students and made sure they were paying attention to her before she continued. She emitted a low rumble with her feet. Okay, kids, can you feel the earth move? The elephant moved away from her stu The young elephants learned forward, leaned forward on their tiptoes, straining to listen for a sound none of them could hear. Serenity repeated her rumble and Thunder's ears perked up. I can, I can. The calf next to Thunder sneezed absently he had not heard a thing. His ears flapped slowly in the breeze and his attention began to waver. The one to his right stomped the ground in excitement. I can feel a herd coming. A male calf further down the line giggled when Serenity rumbled again. It tickles. Serenity smiled at her students. This is how we send messages. We're the only ones who can do this. When you rumble, other elephants can hear you. The ground vibrates like this. Serenity rumbled again and waited to see how the calves responded. They were starting to get it. You must listen with your feet. One of the female calves responded to Serenity in excitement. I felt it. I felt it. You said hello. Serenity nodded at the calf. Right. So let's tell the other herd what we are, where we are. The calves rumbled together in soft chorus. The ground began to hum in a gentle vibration. They continued to move until a louder rumble moved through the earth. In the pond near them, the lily plants began to shake on the surface. Tiny ripples formed in rings around the lily pad where a green tree frog was resting. He grabbed the crocus leaf next to him and slid it over his head to hide under it like a blanket. He let one of his eyes peek out from under the green hideaway as he surveyed his surroundings. When he could not detect the source of the tiny waves in the water, he kept his feet planted firmly on the lily pad beneath him and continued to hide in its camouflage safety. 
Thunder was excited to try it out too. He thought about what he would say for a moment. Then Thunder stomped his feet exuberantly to send his message. He waited anxiously to see if Serenity could understand his communication. Bravo, students, bravo. Easy, Thunder. They'll hear you first just fine without stomping too loud, Serenity smiled at her son. Thunder bowed his head and a small blush filled his cheeks. Sorry, Mom. Serenity's eyes perked up. She leaned forward and shuffled her feet slowly. Her feet began to vibrate gently and she looked up to the calves. They're coming! The calves stopped what they were doing and looked up. They trumpeted loudly into the air and waited to greet the herd that was traveling toward them. Five elephants from another clan trotted out from the rainforest. The children emptied, erupted into delightful squeals as their lesson had brought that new friends for them to meet. Another small herd of male elephants joined them and the next moment, the view of the forest was filled with elephants who were entwining their trunks together as they rubbed gently against one another. Sorority called to Thunder, come on Thunder, let's go greet the guests. And with that, we'll stop now and uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, where, where can we buy Thunder and the associated books, Eric? Well, where books are sold everywhere, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can get okay. books in the bookstores, wherever, wherever books are sold. And Very thank good. you for having me, Mary. It was awesome today. And thank you for being here, Eric. And uh, we have certainly enjoyed it, and we've learned a lot. So uh, we will end our session now, and hopefully you will join us next week for another segment of Swarrow Books Radio Hour. Thank you for tuning in to Swarrow Books Radio Hour. Host Mary Nickham invites you to join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll have more to discuss then.